Hi everyone and welcome to the Crafty Crew podcast. My name is Kinger. I'm joined by Your name is not Kinger. What's your name? Your name is not Kinger. What is your name? What's your name? What's it? Say it. Start again. Say my name. Say my name. My name is Big Juicy. That's not going to stick. It's not going to stick. It's not going to stick. The fact you hate it makes it even more. Honda Juicy. I'm joined by Mark. Hi, Big Juicy. By Nally. Well, Big Juicy. And by Walshy. Rettus, Big Juicy. <laughs> I I think I'd have been more impressed if you had translated Big Juicy as well. Yeah, me too. Mm. I feel like Walshy, Walshy <laughs> didn't think that far ahead. It's, it's a struggle to get the hello, let alone more words. Yeah. <laughs> Say, give, it to, give it to us once more. Rettus. Retsus. And I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have been able to found, find Big Juicy in this language. So Klingon. Is it Klingon? Oh, have you gone with a mad hint? language again? And is it Klingon? Y- yes and no. So, Romulan. yes, it's Klingon, or no, it's not? No, it's not Klingon. But yes, it's okay. mad. So it's mental. It's fake. Fake. Oh, what's the one from Game of Thrones? Um, Dothraki? No. Oh. Is it like Elvish from Lord of the Rings? You're, I will go back and say, Kinger, you're half right. So it's from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Oh, is that High Valerian? Valerian. Yeah. yeah, 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 that one. Yeah. That was a good shout, Mark. Call that draw. Walshy. Walshy, you say I'm... hello in different languages. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of you. Not fucking made up language. <clears throat> no, no, I'm pretty proud of you. Is that going to be your resort? Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a language. I, I won't lie. I won't lie, man. If you went with fucking Enya's language, I would have been. Thoroughly impressed. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Don't worry about that. No, no one knows what she is, really. Uh, anyway, we're going to continue on our journey across Ireland's 32 lovely counties and their lovely breweries. Uh, this week, we're having a first for this season, I think, a uh, first cider of the season. Yeah. From Cavan. From Cavan. Uh, that's uh, Scott's Irish cider. And then we're heading over to Louth for um, Dundalk Bay Breweries uh, Brewmaster Premium Mybach. So let me see. Nally is telling us about how, how in the name of the Lord Jesus have you gotten that wrong? <laughs> you get a fifty-fifty chance every week, and you I'm, do, it I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think you've got it right once. Statistically, you should have gotten half the right, and you haven't. Yeah, yeah I know. He's going to nail the rest of the season. Put a drum roll in there at the beginning as you're about to come up with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nelly, so tell us about Dundalk Bay Brewery's uh, My Buck then. Oh, uh, okay. Said Scott's again. Yeah, I would have pissed myself. But uh, yeah, so Dundalk <laughs> Bay Brewery is uh, established in 2015. Um, it's a brewery and a distillery. So I think maybe the third, one, well, the second one that's a proper brewery and distillery we've had on. And Killarney are looking to be a distillery as well, aren't they? So um, yeah. Established in 2015, uh, basically there's this company called uh, Spectac, and what they do is they make a heap of like um, personalized fabricated uh, fermentation vessels and vats and stuff like that, and industrial wear like that, and they've been doing it for years and years and years. So what they did in 2015 was they kind of went, you know what, we've been making it for everyone else for ages. Let's let's give this a go ourselves and uh, let's see how we get on. You know. So they founded the brewery in 2015. Um, basically, one of the owners from Spectac, he just said, "Feck it, we'll give it a go." And since then, you know, they've been making beer and you know their own bespoke state-of-the-art facility. 
Um, so a cool thing about them as well, like, um, is remember on our non-alcoholics episode, their non-alcoholic got the highest rating. I think he got a brutal from the crafty crew. Um, and they have their on-site uh, de-alcoholization sta- like place specifically designed to de-alcoholize uh, the beer, which is really cool because I know a lot of places have to, you know, retrofit stuff or they have to come up with different methods to do it, whereas they have a dedicated part for it, which I think is kind of cool. Um, yeah, they have a heap of beers out now as well. They do a lot of uh, they do a lot of seasonal beers. So, like the one we're having now is their Maybach, which is six point five percent, which is not what I expected, but I'm definitely not going to argue with that. Um, but yeah, they have their core range, which is their you know their lager, their IPA, the red ale, um, and then they have a stout as well. They American also have this thing, well. yeah, the APA, the American Pale Ale as well. They have this thing from their brewery. They're all called Raven Rock, or from the distillery. They're all Raven Rock. So they have Raven Rock gin, vodka, and um, whiskey. And the other thing that they have, because, you know, making beer, making non-alcoholic beer, and making spirits isn't enough, they've also made some hard seltzers. So they basically have their own version of White Claw, which is kind of cool. I mean, you know, if you want to get White Girl Wasted, you could get some Raven Rock hard seltzers. (laughs) Go full on Becky. Shout out to Becky. She hardcore. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. They're, they're, they're cans. I know we get onto the cans a bit more when um, we'll be trying the beer, but the, the cans are all kind of similar. It's one of those styles where if you walk in, you see the can, you know it's going to be Dundalk, um, Dundalk yeah, Bay Brewery. So, yeah, it's, it's not going to, you know, you're not going to mistake it for something else. And yeah, so far, the beers that I've had have been pretty good. Um, yeah, pretty solid. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, terrible. They had a really savage sour out recently as well. That's been really, really good. Um, Walshy has yes. been falling uh, all over for the last two or three weeks. Oh, in the fridge. <laughs> so that's your plan after this. But uh, no, yeah, no, they're they're top notch. So um, really looking forward to trying this one and seeing how it stands up. Uh, cool, Walshy. Are you making up a fact about loud, or are you going to tell us something that you've learned this it's, week? It's it's all I'm going to do anymore. It's more fun to make fun of me with stupid shit. <laughs> I am convinced that people named the county loud to let people that are visiting the country, if they wanted a nice quiet holiday, not to go there because that's where all the loud bastards are. You know, you know, it's not called loud. It's it's L O U T H. Yeah, I know that, but it sounds like loud, so I went with it. Fair enough. What can yeah, we expect yeah. at this stage? Yeah, like, I mean, well, is, like uh, yeah, I mean, it's not my first episode, like you know, the my, lowest my f- hanging fruit always. <laughs> my favorite is just that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just the sheer lack of caring of yeah, I don't give a fuck. Acceptance. This is how it is now. Just this pure is my acceptance. life, and this yeah. is how we roll. Yeah, whatever. Deal with it. <laughs> well, you're sitting there thinking, if, you can't, if you can't accept me at this stage now it's kind of a lost cause yeah. <laughs> it seems like more of a you problem now at this stage yeah, I, was just I love say. the fact as well that the reason the reason you think it's loud is that as, as a Westmead man TH just becomes duh there's no th- at all like <laughs> Westmead he did this with Westmead didn't he the, like that's what oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mead say that to American they'll, they'll think it's D as well <laughs> Not if they see it written down. Mark, move us on there to Cavan, will you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, Scots Irish Cider. Um, it's, by their own definition, a natural artisan Irish cider made uh, in the county of Cavan using Irish 
Irish apples from provincial apple growers. And the master cider maker is Jonathan Scott. I assume that it's named after him. Uh, He decided to set up an independent cidery for artisan product. He studied cider making in the Cider Academy in Gloucester. So we all know, uh, you know, the English love their uh, their cider. So, you know, maybe that's prestigious. I've never heard of it, so I can't I can't say they have kind of a couple of products. So um, the one we're trying today is their summer medium cider. They have a dry cider, an elderflower cider. Um, a medium dry cider and a winter spice cider. So this one actually won gold in 2018 when we're trying at the Irish Food Awards at Blas and Heron. So, you know, that's pretty good. I guess a pretty good thing for a cider. Um, really interesting story um, behind the name Scott's actually. It's not actually named after your man, Jonathan Scott. So um, John O'Hare... Uh, when he's in Gloucester, was a massive fan of uh, the show Two and a Half Men. We've all seen that show, haven't we? Yeah. So in 2014, he was watching the roast of Charlie Sheen, as any Two and a Half Men fan would, and he saw Jeff Ross's uh, outfit. He's like, that's class. I'm going to go as Jeff Ross for Halloween this year. So he went as Jeff Ross, but he didn't know that Jeff Ross was dressed up as Colonel Gaddafi, you know? So, like, he didn't know that everyone, everyone's like, oh, hey, Colonel Gaddafi, ha, ha, ha. That's a bit edgy. And he's like, I didn't want to be edgy. Who the fuck's this Colonel Gaddafi guy? So then he was like, oh man, Libyans, you know? Uh, so he hates the Libyans, uh, well established in Cavan, everyone knows that. And um, he was like, well, I want to, I wanna, you know, advertise my hate for the Libyans in my, in my cidery, my uh, craft brewery with my artisan product. So who's the most famous Libyan hater in the world? It's clearly Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Yeah. So in if honor anyone. of Doc Brown, yeah, oh, yeah. in honor of Doc Brown, uh, <laughs> great Scott, uh, he named he named the brewery Scott's Scott's Brewery Scott's Cidery. So that's the story behind the name. And if Scots want to contest that story, you know, put some information up about yourselves. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Penny just off for King I of the Earth. Ge- genuinely concerned as to where that story came from i was like if he's making this up on the fly i'll be very impressed yeah, very i'll show you i did this five minutes before before the podcast and this is the post that i did it on it has six <laughs> sentences it has libyans <laughs> colonel gaddafi jeff ross Shirley sheen two and a half men excellent <laughs> thought process <laughs> <laughs> that is if only um, i put in fucking a tenth of the thought into my ones I know. <laughs> Their winter cider is one that, you know, for cider, I'll actually really look forward to giving it a go if I can. Spiced apple cider, cider okay. I think it is. Yeah. With cinnamon and shit. Oh. I love cinnamon, so it's probably yeah. going to be good. Yuck. <laughs> uh, Walshie, so can you do better than Mark? No, because I'm not even going to make up a fact. It's just straight simple. Calvin have Scots, and Scots make cider. So fuck Calvin. so so people obviously we've said this a few times we've recorded this over discord discord we can see each other kinger's face just went through i'd say about 12 emotions in about half a second there like 
So, I mean, look, trying to <laughs> trying to do a podcast and just trying to keep everything together and keep it moving along and get a bit of crack and a bit of banter going. I don't, I just, I don't know where to go with that. That's um, that's a statement. It's a statement. <laughs> it's from college and I still very good friends with him to this day. It's from Cavan. But, you know, it seems like a him problem. He still owes you money, does he? <laughs> Probably. It's from Cavan. Okay, well, uh, on that bombshell, let's kick it off. Are we going to start with the cider, or are we going yeah. to start with the... Yeah, we're gorgeous. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Scott's Irish cider, it is. Crack them open, lads. I, I I, have to say, it's it's a known fact and point of contention on the podcast that I'm a fan of ciders in general. I don't yeah. get the... I, I don't get the hate. I actually don't mind ciders. I drink reasonable amount of them probably the yeah. second behind you Kinger I, I, I'm, I'm the same it's just more fun to piss people off namely you um, but yeah Alska is pretty good stuff um, I think we watched the Super Bowl in one of the local pubs one of the times uh, Kinger mm. between you myself and Dazza we drank them out of Alska oh, yeah. so um, <laughs> I, I'm not you know they had none left they went through three different flavours well, and none left it was a good night after 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 Walshy's statement, I feel like he's more uh, insulted when we have a cider on the podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah, fair. One thing I was going to say is um, we've kind of said about the smell of sours being not great. I think the smell of ciders is ten times worse than any sour that we've ever come across. I disagree with you. I don't think it's that bad at all. Because I hate ciders. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I, I'm not, I'm I'm okay with ciders. It's kind of a it's kind of a sweet smell. Um, get that alcoholiness. Some ciders tend to be a little bit vinegary, you know. Obviously, apple cider mm. vinegar, but some of them, you know, I don't want to be drinking those ciders—the ones that push too far on the vinegar edge. <laughs> I'll uh, swing us back around here. So, just the bottle is a normal bottle, but they do have like two stags fighting, and they say a force of nature, a product of Ireland. So it's actually kind of a—it's grand for a cider bottle. They, the labels on cider bottles tend not to be too dramatic. Yeah, no. Why would you waste money on those, cider? Those stags are from Cavan, so there's probably a euro on the ground or something. Um, it's it's a typical it's a typical cidery smell. There's nothing too yeah I out think of it's, the ordinary. Apple, it's not as just uh, like an apple smell. Yeah, it's not as it's not as <clears throat> overpowering as Bulmer's though. It's not as sickly as you know something that no that, you know as as Bulmer's would be, and it's not it's not as sweet as Orchard Thieves. And I know we don't really like to compare our bears to other ones, but when it comes to cider, I think you know you can get away with it a bit more because Orchard Thieves is one end of the spectrum, and Bulmer's is the other when it comes to like smell and yeah. So it's a, it's a typical apple cider, so like a kind of dark golden towards brown color. Mine is yeah. actually holding a head quite well, I have to say. Which normally Mine, ciders are so bit, carbonated they dissipate. There's a nice little couple of millimeters head there on mine. Decent, like yeah, for, for cider, cider like, you know. Um, no ice in this, by the way, anyone? I haven't. Any? No. 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 Haven't gone with it, no. It's I know got, a lot um, of people A lot of people are very, um, you know, fanatical about either ice or not. <laughs> Jesus, what? Uh, uh, ice, ice, in a, ice in cider, like? Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like ice, ice in cider is good on a really hot summer's day. I think other than that, it's probably a bit wasteful. I have this, this is my opinion on this argument of additives to beers and ciders, right? 
I look at Blue Moon and I look at Corona, okay? So Blue Moon, traditionally, if you buy it in a pub that knows how to serve it, will serve it with an a orange wedge in the side of the glass, okay? Mm-hmm. It enhances the flavor, but you can easily drink Blue Moon on its own. It's, an, it's a nice Belgian beer. And if you're a fan of Belgian beers, it's a very solid entry into that category. Corona is a lovely, refreshing beer with a, a wedge of lime stuck in it. But Corona know their beer is piss because every Corona ad advertises Corona with lime. Okay, they don't yeah. add lime flavoring to the beer. They're like, no, no, you also need to buy our beer and then go buy this other thing to put in our beer to make it drinkable. <laughs> so that's the kind of two ends of the spectrum for me. Yeah, you, so you, like cider and ice is more towards the blue moon side that it makes it nicer in certain situations, but it shouldn't be a necessary thing. You don't need it. Like, yeah. Corona, they're like, yeah, shit, our beer is that bad. We want you to buy something else that we have not touched at all yeah, to make it drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. I suppose the, the, the ice and cider, it is more towards that side. But personally, I, I don't really go for it. I don't really go for ice and cider. So um, just to swing us back, the mouthfeel of this is very subtle. The carbonation is very low for a cider. It's more like kind of IPA kind of carbonation levels. Um, which is kind of pleasant, I have to say. Mm. The taste is very subtle yeah. as well. So it's not overpowering. It's Subtle is the big word I'm going to use a lot with this. It's a really subtle flavoured and mouthfeel cider. I think on I think on the ciders episode from last season, that um, I mentioned something about like a, like a ciders, for me, always have this like a, like a dusty type of a taste. Um, I can't ever, like, I can't place what that is. Um but yeah, I think the this this is a bit more subtle. It's not like you know we we mentioned earlier that the likes of Orchard Thieves like almost kicks the head of you with with sweetness. Yeah. This is this is much more of a kind of a a long sipper, and you can enjoy it more. You know. Yeah, this is very dry. Would you say, Nally? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty dry. It's 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 more on that side than something that's overly sweet. Um, I'd say the final gravity is is pretty low. Um, that dustiness Kinger, I know what, exactly what you mean but I can never figure out what it is myself it's just kind yeah. of like a like almost grainy in texture um, slightly yeah yeah, just just a little bit not too much but a little bit um, the carbonation on this is very low in my opinion for a cider you know it's almost it's almost flat for a cider mm. um, yeah but it's not bad for this I think it's okay for this you don't because the taste is so you know the flavour is so restrained um not having so much carbonation there lets you kind of have that flavor for a bit longer, which is okay for this. You know, it's not it's not like some of the other ciders where you need that carbonation to wipe it away as quick as you can. Would it would it not be a bit more um, appealing if, there, if it was a bit more carbonated, like you had a bit more fizz in your mouth, like a bit more of a sensation? I mean, maybe I don't to me, I don't know in this case because that flavor is so subtle, I think. You know the way you were saying it's kind of more of a sipper kinger. I think if you had yeah. more carbonation in this from the start, by the time you get near the end, it's not going to be as good because you'll have a different flavor po- profile over the over the pint. I think because okay. this carbonation is low, it's not going to change if you are drinking it like as a sipper. It's going to be consistent yeah. the whole way through. I also think if you if this was more carbonated, you wouldn't get really any flavor off of it all. It'd be like drinking mm. fizzy water or fizzy apple juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would yeah. go. I would. I would say I'm about halfway through it now, so I'm really swamping this. I'm. I really enjoyed the first bit of it. 
it's kind of leaving a bit of a plasticky aftertaste on the top of the palate. I find, um, I don't know whether that's just maybe my mouth because it's so dry. It's just leave that that my mouth tastes like plastic, and I didn't realize it as this is drying it out. But um, I I get it. Yeah, I, I get just it. A little <laughs> off aftertaste to it, which is a bit disappointing because otherwise it, it's going down very well. Uh, Walchi, I feel like we're just like wasting our time talking to you about this, but yeah, very um, much. No, I'm no, any any no, any thoughts? No, that's <laughs> that's literally my thought. Is no, it's that aftertaste is absolutely chronic. I, I, can't, I just can't get on board with it. Just can't do it. I'm trying to. I'm doing the usual. Take a big gulp. Take a small gulp. No, like I'm trying to even drink it fast to get rid of it. But I think I'm even struggling to do that. So, this yeah. is this is funny because it's probably the most Walshy friendly cider there is because it's very non cidery. It, it's missing two of the main characteristics of the cider. Uh, there's there's other ciders I've drank that I'd preferred over this. Yeah, it, it does have the the aftertaste. The aftertaste is quite cidery, like. I mean, you're not going to mistake it for any other drink. <laughs> that's it. So you you literally have nothing else to say about it. That's that's I hilarious. I don't, I don't like. know what else what else I can say. I'm not a fan. <laughs> simple as. I'm looking forward do, to your like, rating. I'm I'm expecting good things. <laughs> do you do 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 you think you'd ever see yourself coming around to ciders? No. No, not not because especially when you say on uh, hot summer's days you have like um, now like session IPAs that are lower ABVs and stuff like that that are very good or any of them citrus are very good for them hot summer days that I do just as good a job for myself whereas I don't feel like you know it's summer and cider it has to be a thing there's there's now options outside of that for my side and I very happily with that just just a can't I just can't <laughs> there was real vibes of like you know a very suppressed Walshy there that's been forced to drink cider on a hot day and he's now he's in his element he doesn't have to be stuck to those anymore there's options <laughs> I don't get forced to drink cider in the summer days I'm getting forced to drink cider today that's the difference <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 force of nature I'm forced oh, to drink it. See, I, oh. I, I have to say, I actually, I do quite like this. Um, I think it's a, it's definitely nicer than anything you'll find in like you know your big like well-known Arthur Thieves, Bulmers, kind of the usuals. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like um, could be pretty, could be a pretty divisive one here. It's uh, just re- really quickly on Scott. So Mark, uh, your thing on them there. Um, your bit on Scots earlier on. So are these these only make cider? They yeah, don't so do any other beers or they describe themselves as a cidery, so I don't know okay. if that's actually the official term or worse. a brewery that just makes cider. <laughs> yeah, they just make cider. So um <laughs> Calvin, for any any listeners who are interested, there's a couple of counties who are quite difficult to to find a brewery in. You know, either hmm. their breweries are unnecessarily unaccessible to to us. Or else they just, you know, don't really have much. So Scots is one of them. We literally had to go to Cavan and start going into Super Values and asking, is Ratton brewed around here, like, to get something? <laughs> so it was not our ideal choice. Um, no. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not disappointed. Uh, you know, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Um, and I hope that I... Walshie doesn't completely tank this, because I don't think it deserves what Walshie's going to give it. No, I think. um not. 
to to go through the ratings, I reckon if we if you're ready, we'll go to them. And I reckon Walshy should definitely go first, um, yep. just so we can kind of you can you can adjust it slightly, but you know not much. But uh, those ratings are Walshy. What are those ratings again? Oh, I, I couldn't even tell you. I'm traumatized too much. Both. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, at the start, we have unbearable. The one we have coming up after that is a booze. What the oh, hell? Booze. Where's the booze? Jesus <laughs> Christ, booze. Kinger. The one time you're off the job and you can't even... Jesus. Uh, so after that, we have right down the middle, uh, middle of the road, plain, plain Jane, simple as you like, just beer. After that, we have a step in the right direction, something that's, you know, you're going out, out of your way to get. It's beautiful. And then you have the top of the pile, the one that everyone covets, the, the glorious... Unbelievable, and uh, something tells me that unfortunately for Scots, it might be a step too far for them. <laughs> it might be just a, just a little step too far. Yeah, what so, you want? Um, uh, sure. no, uh, I, I think you're expecting like me to go bottom of the barrel, and uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to be too far off it, but I won't be. <laughs> uh, I probably sound a little bit more dramatic than I am. It's definitely not the best cider I've ever had. It's not the worst, uh, but the three drink cider from time to time, I don't touch it at all. So it's just no from like I don't know where to even go. You know how I feel about ciders. So for me, I'm going to go booze. Solely in fact, it's it's not the worst cider I have. So to go <clears throat> to say unbear unbearable would be a bit much in comparison. So it's not the worst. It's not the best. But even the best cider for me would probably get. Like a just bear, so this is in the middle. So for me, it's a booze. I I think that's Quite wildly. I think it's wildly unfair to be honest with you. I think this is a beautiful uh, beer. Um, it's not a beer. It is very subtle. It is. It is. It it is very. Su- it's not a beer. It's a beautiful cider. Um, it is very smooth. It's it's nice and sessionable as I always look for. Um, the aftertaste I can actually live with. It's not that unpleasant, I don't think. Um, and I, again, like we've spoken before about ciders, uh, that they use like a variety of different apples. So maybe this taste changes over time or, or like in the long run. But I, 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 I think it's beautiful, and um, I would absolutely be picking this up again. Yeah, Kinger, I'd, uh, I agree with you. Um, I think it's quite a pleasant cider. I think the aftertaste I mentioned earlier, that kind of plasticky hint in the dry in your mouth, in your palate, that kind of comes after the dryness, it does fade quite quickly. And mm. three quarters of the way through the glass, it's gone completely. So I think it's a small price to pay. This is super sessionable for me. I'm a man who loves a cider on a hot day, but one, maybe two. Even the second one, I'm like overpowered by sweetness at that point and fizz. This is one I could consider drinking four or five of, you know, if the circumstances were right. So I agree, and I'm going to give it a beautiful two. Yeah, I'm going to give it a just beer. On the higher end of just beer, but it's just beer for me. Um, I agree 100%. This is way more sessionable than some ciders out there. Um, the You know, the lower carbonation helps it. This is a cider that you don't need to be a sunny day. Like, it's pissing rain outside, and I... I'd be okay to have another two or three days, you know, for the evening. It doesn't need to be hmm. sunny for this, which is a good thing for me because it's, you know, it gives you more opportunity to have it. Um, yeah, it just it just misses out on the brutal for me. It's just it's just not quite there. 
But in saying that, I feel like I'm definitely going to try some of the rest of the range that they have. Um, and, you know, if their flavors are similar to this, just a couple of little tweaks here and there, I think they could hit on a beautiful cider for me. I think this one's just just below it, though. Yeah. Kinger, 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 before we hit the outro, yeah. can I do the accent this week? Who's Kinger? <laughs> Abs- uh, you can. Yeah, sorry, Big Juicy. Big Juicy, BJ. BJ, my man. <laughs> Yo BJ, <laughs> yo BJ, Maybe yo BJ. Maybe not the BJ thing. That could go in a very Juicy. different direction. Are, 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 are you going to start taking the accents that I can actually do now? Is it? <laughs> yeah, no. I want to do this because my brother's girlfriend is from Cavan, and I know Brilliant. they don't listen to this. But I want to be able to tell them I fucked off your county twice Brilliant. in one episode with lies. And about who Brilliant. would I be to stand in your way of doing that then? Exactly. <laughs> taking shots at my own family members these days. Well, you did it with your father-in-law last week. Poor Eamon last week got slated. I ran ran out of large multinational breweries to take shots at, so now I'm just going a bit closer to home. (laughs) Uh, What what was that you just said? uh, Did you give a shout-out to Big Amo? The Big Amo, yeah. The Dumpster. (laughs) Go on, Noalchi. Eamon Dumpy shout-outs on the pod. (laughs) Oh, Paul. (laughs) Moving on before he can defend himself. Uh, So... So here's the outro, okay? So, um... Well, hi. That's a just beer for Scotch, medium Irish cider from Cavan. Jeez, it's awful shame, so the thing was more than a pound. Who'd pay it off for a cider? Hi. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that, that's top quality. That's a top quality, quality Cavan accent. Yeah. So last week we did our Newcastle quiz, which Kinger won. Fair play to Kinger. Well done. And I said at the start of it that my friend Olin was going to uh, send in what he what he got right. Like, boo Olin, boo Olin, boo Olin is right. So he got four out of five. Okay, but also being the prick that he is, hey Olin, he decided to send in corrections to my uh, to my questions. So I'm going to respond to his corrections. Okay, I re-listened to our podcast just before this recording. So the first thing he said is, oh, the Angel of the North's not in Newcastle, it's in Gateshead. Olin, please listen back. What I said was, what statue, okay, and that is synonymous with, with Newcastle, with the city. And then in the answer I said, it's in Newcastle, in Gateshead. So, you know, step off, bitch, number one. Back okay. up. For step off, bitch, number two, okay, he was like, oh, yeah, Rowan Atkinson is from Consett. That's not in Newcastle. You know, Ant is from Biker Grove. That's not in Newcastle. Michael Carrick's from Wall's End. That's not in Newcastle. Okay, well, do you know what? Okay, I don't care what Newcastle people define where is in Newcastle. Because Wikipedia defines those places as all in Newcastle. And I have more trust in Wikipedia than the entirety of Newcastle. And I know you do too, because I know Wikipedia is 50% responsible for your doctorate. Okay, step off pitch number two. Get wrecked. Here, 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 here. And step off pitch number three is stop sending me Google Maps of these places. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I and I don't be saying I just do my research. Okay, what do you think I'm doing? All right. Okay, so now that I've done attacking Olin, I'm going to attack my next favorite person, and that's Walshy. Uh, I've come up with, as per usual, we have a Mark quiz, uh, and this one, you know, because I knew what he was going to be like, lads. I knew what this was going to be like. This is all about cider. 
So the Marquez. So the Marquez, which inevitably means I have five questions, four of which make they don't matter because the last question is the one that counts. <laughs> I've booked the trend. I've booked the trend. Oh. Okay. Oh. I've booked the trend. They're all one point answers. Okay? Oh no. Can we can we not call it the Mark quiz? Can we call it the question marks? Oh Jesus, ah, that's, that's way good. better. That's way <laughs> better. That's way Can you better. edit out the bit where we're no. telling you how great you are for thinking of that? No, bit? I think yeah, King, I, don't I, don't I think I think Big Juicy deserves a bit of credit. <laughs> big on that Juicy, one. yeah. Big Juicy with the Big Juicy. Yeah, BJ. That's it, BJ. Get the answer. <laughs> okay, right. So some of these are a little bit off the wall because it's cider, but you know who cares. Yeah, um, while she so. cares yeah who cares what while she cares okay oh. question number one all right so what we're going to do is we're going to do the honor system like we did last week okay so do you think when you tell me you have your answer you're not going to change it okay okay all right yeah. in what country is cider known as hard cider okay uh, i'm going to start with Walshy. what's your answer scotland scotland nally uh, U.S. The U.S. and Kinger? I was going to say U.S. as well. Yeah, so the Americans, as awkward as they are, <laughs> so, um, cider, hard cider. I have two in my head. Scotland and America. <laughs> Always the Americans. They, uh, they, I don't know, they call cider is like... Cidona. Apple, a- apple juice. Again. Yeah, so. Busy apple juice, so. Okay. Question number two, and as typical of a Mark quiz, question number two will be the tiebreaker with the closest answer. <laughs> um, ac- according to Bulmer's okay, website, how many types of apple do they use to make their cider? Oh, I know this. Answer. Don't no, screw me over answer. this time. Don't no, screw me over I this also, time. I also have I also have the same answer. Kinger has an answer. I, I would say. Uh, Walshy? Okay, well, she has an answer. I'm going to go, Nally, it's your turn to go first. 57. 57. Kinger? 57. Walshy? 56. I know. Walshy, why don't you lie? You said, why don't uh, you lie, Walshy? It's 17. <laughs> I w- what? what? I had 24 what? in my head. Yeah. Fuck it. And it's like, you no. were so confident about 57. <laughs> like, Let me just double check that. Even if it's like, I, uh, I call shenanigans good stuff. Yeah, same. Because my okay, first you... number was 24. It's like, okay, that's extremely low to what the boy said. like, I'll at least say a number close to them. If you Google how many types of apple in Bulmers and you go to CNC Group PLC to Bulmers, Bulmers is Irish true and true. Yeah. Made from 17 varieties of apples and produced in Clonmel County Tipperary. Yeah, Where fair. did we get 57 from? Where did I? Yeah, and I was so sure it was 57 as well. Same. Yeah, uh, I, that was... that was Walshy well, wins. Part of the quiz. Walshy well, wins. Walshy, well, uh, yeah. That well, question. She, well, he doesn't win. Well, he wins point. that question. You have to remember, you have to remember, Walshy's well, not going to get any points, so he's not going to be in a tiebreaker. So. <laughs> okay. Do you know, do you know, sorry, can I just really quickly... Yeah. Heinz use 57 Heinz. varieties of tomatoes yeah. in their That's ketchup. It. That's what it is. No wonder I know it. Stupid thing. <laughs> damn it. God, God damn it. I'd, I'd like to say it's acceptable to mix cider and ketchup up, but it's not. It Absolutely is. not. No. Okay. Right. Moving swiftly on from that embarrassment. Um, yeah. 
Right. Okay. So this is kind of the hard question. Okay. So the this was discussed on the podcast in our ciders episode. So testing your your memory here. Shit. The pulp of the apples from which the cider base is made has a particular weird word for what that pulp is called. What Nelly is it knows called? it like. It also begins with a P as a clue to the two lads. Any answers? Try make up a word that begins with a P. Try. Nelly knows it. That's not a hard I question. Like. I don't know it, man. I Nally's actually don't. struggling as well. I really am. I, I thought he was going to go with the one for making it, which is called scratting, which is a terrible word as well. I think that's when you like step yeah. on all the cider or on all the apples yeah. to make this yolk, whatever it's called. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you I, I scrat the apple. Yeah, to make what do you something. End up? What do you end up I have, after you've scratted the apple? I, I, I have an answer. I, I have a word. I, yeah. I have a word. Yeah, I have a word. I should say, yeah. Okay, Kanger, it's your turn to go first. So what's your word? Pomace. Walshy, what's your word? Plagiarism. <laughs> so wrong in all, so many levels. Um, ironically, you didn't plagiarise Kinger's answer, though, so that's funny. Yeah, exactly. um, Nally? I was going with pumice as well. That's the truth now, Nally, is it? Swear, swears he's... Okay, so it's pumice, yeah. Pumice is, is the correct it? answer. Yeah, well done, boys. That's great knowledge. Ooh. Yeah, so you scratch apples by crushing the them yeah. to turn into pumice. Uh, and then from that you make the make the cider. Okay, I'm, so I'm moving still, on. I, I'm more annoyed that 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 I didn't. Well, number one, I didn't get it straight away, but I was more annoyed that you didn't go for the scratting part, which is a much better word. <laughs> yeah, but it's too <laughs> hard. It's that's, a terrible that's, that's word. No, nah, scratting is a great word. I love it. It reminds me of the dude from Ice Age. That I definitely wouldn't have got. Yeah, that's why I kind of really wanted it. <laughs> Also, that the 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 scratching leads me into my next question. Okay, oh. uh, the the pomace bit. Okay, so apple cider is made using apple presses. Okay, to create that that pomace. That's how everyone does it. Okay, the first recorded apple presses. Okay, so the first industrial scale production of cider was produced by which famous ancient civilization? I like to get my history in. Okay. Okay, have an answer. I have an answer as well. Greeks. The Greeks, okay. Nali? Uh, Mesopotamia. The Mesopotamians, the ancient Mesopotamians. What an answer that is, Jesus. Uh, I'm torn between two. I want to say the Romans. Uh, Was the second one the the Egyptians king or no? It was the Egyptians. Yeah, same was with me. I was going to try. Yeah, same with me. Fair play, though. The Greeks and the Romans, because I didn't really know. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. There's two things. Let me go Greeks. Why not? So the Romans had presses for olives to create olive oil, and then some smart Roman lad was like, hey, why don't we use this on apples and make cider? Yeah. And that was inspired by the Romans discovered cider while invading Britain. Uh, really fell in love with it as a fruity summertime drink. Brought it back throughout the empire. And when it hit Rome, they were like, hey, we have this really way more efficient way of making it. Not like those English barbarians. Let's do it with our, with our olive presses. So there we go. Wasn't that also um, some information that was given on the Ciders episode yeah. from last season? I feel like that yeah. rings a bell. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're learning Educational. stuff you should already know. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, well, going into the last question, pressure's on, okay, because um, Nali, you have two points. Uh, Kinger, you have three. And Walsh, as usual, has zero. Walsh, has one. No, I don't. He got closest, no, with, he got closest with the tiger question. Yeah, that doesn't get me a point, though, <laughs> which I copped afterwards. It's just if I'm there drawing at the end, oh. then I'd win. Oh. Oh, right, we all okay. know that's not going to happen. Yeah, and unfortunately for Walsh, this is a... a this is a one, 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 you know, point question. So, um, what cider? Oh, sorry, what cider? All ciders are naturally free of what hot button dietary chemical? So there's a dietary chemical, something people dietary is something people eat. That cider is naturally free from. Okay, that beer is not okay. So it's in beer, it's not in cider. We've talked about this in our ciders episode, in another episode as well. And I think in the third episode, we've talked about this multiple times. Nally clearly knows what he is because he's about to punch his camera. Um, So Walsh and Kinger, have a think there. I have none. I haven't a clue. Nally is going first in this case. So pressure on, King. Don't don't go yet because I know... I know why it's free of this and I can't think of the word and I don't want Nelly to say it. Uh, Do you want to um, go first to try and guess the word? I can't even think of the word. It's annoying me so much. I can explain why it's free no, of it, no, if that no, makes no. sense, but it's not going to no, give me a point. The word. It's, it's what it's free of. <laughs> Come on, Mark, timer or something like <laughs> Yeah, Kinger, I'm afraid I'm going to have to push you for an answer here. I can't believe it. I I honestly I I'd rather say nothing than say something stupid. And because I, I I like yeah, that's my job. <sighs> okay, are you sure? Because it's yeah. the the quiz on the line here. All right. I know. Uh, know. Nally, it is your turn to go first. So I'm going to ask you for your answer. Is it gluten? It Damn gluten. it! <laughs> <laughs> so the two boys get nothing. So we need a tiebreaker. Okay, and on your both and thankfully. <laughs> Yeah, because of the fucking Heinz mix-up. Okay, so I'll come up with another one. Fuck. So this is going to be super quick, okay? And Kinger, you have to put your hands over your eyes, because I don't know what's in front of you, okay? In your room. Okay. So put your hands over your eyes. Hands over your eyes. Nally, I want you to put your hands over your eyes as well. My eyes. Okay, because I'm going... I The two boys keep alcohol near their computers. What... To the exact percentage is the ABV of Double Panda Tiramisu flavored flavored stout by Brew Brewing Company that Kinger offered as a prize on this podcast last week. Kinger wants to go first; it is his turn, and then Nally. Okay, you ready? Ten percent. Nine point eight. It's ten point zero. Kinger wins. Well done, Kinger. Well done. Ten <laughs> one. Yeah. Well done, King. Two in a row. Uh, Pandanero, that's like seven, seven, or seven, seven. Eight, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. No, it's, it's not 8%. I no, think se- it's 8%. Seven, no, seven, seven, seven or seven, eight, I think. I'm Let's not seven. argue about the ABV of normal Pandanero because it doesn't matter. Let's just announce Kinger or Big Juicy as the winner of the quiz. <laughs> yes, two he's in embracing it. <laughs> when, when are you going to drink this double panda, <laughs> Juicy? Uh, I don't know. I'll see. Next I'll Saturday. See. Yeah, Maybe, yeah, next Saturday. Saturday. Maybe next, next Saturday. Maybe next Saturday. Will we move on to our second beer of the week? Let's do it. Let's crack them open, boys. Can I ask a silly question? What's a what's a Maybach? 
or in my book. That's not my well, book. I was going to say that's not silly. I've asked that before, and going off most things I've said late the last couple of weeks. My book is like a it's a festival beer brewed for Oktoberfest. The reason it's called a my book is it started the brewing process in May. So May in German is my. So it's a my book. Mm-hmm. It's a fest beer. It's for Oktoberfest usually. Okay. Yep. Um, that's kind of it. That's why it's called the Maybach. It, apart from that, it's brewed in a normal kind of way. It's kind of it's kind of a lager, actually, isn't it? Maybach. Uh, so this is smelly. Um, very. It's on that kind of you know, like I was saying there a minute ago. It is kind of a lager, so it's kind of on that that style of you know aroma, shall we say? Um, yeah. To quote to quote Mark, um, that feline urine. Uh, aroma, yeah. You see, I didn't want to go for full excrement because that's cat shit. It's cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that's that smell. That smell is like very. Um, we've mentioned kind of a farmyardy type smell on on some drinks before. That's the first thing I get is like a barn, farm animals. That kind of a smell. I'm not. I'm not really getting that so much. I. I I'm not sure. This smells terrible though. Yeah. yeah. God let's, just, let's just cut cut through the fucking bullshit today. That smells fucking awful. God awful. I have a massive head on my pint. It's in a normal pint glass because this is a fucking vice beer style lager. I don't know. It's a lager, yeah. This thing combines this this thing combines lager and vice beer and I am, from the smell it's the worst of both. I have okay? not, it's not started well. Yeah, Mark, did you get the same? Did you get the same can as us? Like we like because all of ours are totally f- no head flat so weird yeah, i don't know it's man dead. No, like, there's no head at all on this so normally normally i do drink um out of a tulip style glass because most of our, our beers are ale style and generally tipping towards the ipas today with the mybach i went for you know a larger glass it's actually five lamps larger glass which is a very good glass for anyone knows it yeah it's cool a um, load of irish sayings on it but like that so I'm, I'm gonna say that's what it should look like you know maybe yeah maybe glass style Probably. Yeah. I mean, typically these are kind of served in Oktoberfest, so they'd be in those huge glass steins. Stein. Yeah. You, yeah. So anytime I've seen them, they tend to be laden with head. That's why they're so big, because half it's beer and the other half is goddamn head. <laughs> yeah. So this is um, so kind of a golden, darkish brown kind of a color to it. Yeah, I'd say yeah. it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of like that's cider color. I don't know, man. I think it's your typical American light lager. I think it's yeah. just that typical gold, no. super, super filtered. It's not that carbonated; like it's quite low carbonation. Um, yeah, no. lower than I was expecting, anyway. Yeah, no, I'd agree with you on the carbonation. Then on, you know, it's super clear and looks like it's super filtered, but it's definitely darker than American light. Like that's way darker than you know, cores of Budweiser or something. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. It's way darker in color. Maybe I'm, it's I'm, just been so long since I've seen them that yeah. I don't know what they Maybe like you anymore. did get I've, a different uh, can. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone ahead and had a taste of this, and it's I'm um, I pr- probably the most confused I've been about a beer in a long time. Um, yeah, I'm sitting on the thinking stool here too. That's it's a it's very different to the smell. Oh, it's it's oh. a unique taste. I would say number one. Um, yeah. and I think I feel like the taste actually changes mid drink not like mid glass like as you take a drink the taste changes yeah that's a weird one i'll give you that yeah i get that that's... i'm um 
I'm a bit taken aback here. Yeah. I'm getting some red ale caramelly notes off of this. Oh, Absolutely. Sure, actually, uh, yeah. 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 Right at the start, you've got that caramelly taste, and then yeah. it goes. And then you're getting like a wheat beer heatiness. Yeah. At the back end. Right at the very end of it, yeah. And I have in, to say, in between, I thought I was going to be spitting this out. Sorry, in, in between though, in between those notes that you're saying, which I do agree with, in between, there's the distinct kind of laggery taste there in the middle. Just in between, as it swaps from think? the front to the back. I don't know, maybe I'm just overly sensitive to the goddamn cat pissy flavours, but there's just a yeah. bit where I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I do get it, Nally, but I think it's so brief and so... Small isn't a word you can really use with taste in beer, but it's so brief and fleeting. And yeah, it's, it's manageable. It's bracketed by nice taste that I, I'm not going to detract too much from it because of it. Yeah, and I think that's the word for it. That taste is fleeting. Um, but it is there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not overly pronounced. It is, you know, pretty restrained in that, that aspect of it. The caramel this... notes are, are, are really strong up front though. It's crazy, isn't it? It's, it's like weird, isn't it? a red ale. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, I think it doesn't look all that carbonated at all. It's, it looks fairly flat, but it, it feels a lot more carbonated than what it actually is. I think. I think it, there's a nice bit of fizz there that like kind of livens it up a little bit, like a tiny bit. Yeah, I mean, it does kind of, like it tickles your tongue a bit, but it's not, it's not, you know, it's not dancing all over the place. There no, is no, a bit. No. There is a bit. It's kind of like, um, you know some of those uh, heavier dippers where they just have that slight bit of carbonation that you feel, but it's not, yeah. it's not creasing you, but there is something there on your tongue like. Yeah. Again, maybe I'm getting a different can to you guys, but I'm finding this really subtle and almost a little bit oily. Um, yeah. Which normally I don't... Normally I think oily, it goes one of two ways. If you love the taste, oily is good because it's leaving a nice taste that you like in your mouth. And if you don't like the taste, it's the worst... One of the worst characteristics you can have because it yep. makes a bad taste stick around. Um, and so because of that, I, I prefer higher carbonated beers. But I actually enjoy the caramel notes of this. And while maybe I'm not a, as big a fan of the kind of vice beer style as maybe yourself, Nally, mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. Um, and it's the kind of... the what, what I'm getting out of this is the standard wheat beer, not like anything floral, just the wheatiness, that kind of graininess that you get. Um, yeah. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah, it definitely does that kind of have um, that, that graininess, like that... Not oatiness, but like it's not really wheat either. It's it's just a super strong kind of barley taste, I think, maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe that's what it is coming through. It's just the barley flavour straight away. Because it definitely is grainy. Um the caramel notes are really nice and hundred percent it's not it's not um it's it's definitely stays more on the caramel side than let's say you know with some of the red ales we've had where they've kind of gone a bit more towards like a toffee kind of flavour. This is yeah. definitely on the lighter side of that, um, and it doesn't have that dankness that we described the red beers or the red ales as having either. Yeah, this is like Cadbury caramel. That's what I'm getting off of it. You know, that kind of pure caramel. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> Walshy, you're you're doing your trademark kind of staying yeah, quiet um, up up to now. I was kind of half worried going into this after the cider, and was like, just 
just put a beer in my hand and it doesn't really matter what it is, it's going to be unbelievable for a lesser word. But like, and I'm not going to get carried away with it at the same time. But maybe it is a little bit, I'm enjoying it more than it probably is based on the fact that I was drinking cider. But I do like this. Uh, I have had it before. Uh, I did look up to see what my previous reigns were on Untapped, and I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. It's a nice beer. Um, I enjoy it. That um, I wouldn't have copped out until um, Mark said earlier on the kind of a red ale type of a caramel taste off it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting that. But I find it quite pleasant in general. Um, yeah, I kind of wasn't picking up on where why I was so familiar with the taste either. And it's only when Mark said that that I was like, oh, yeah, it is that kind of... It's very much like that style. Um, <clears throat> I, th- definitely one of the most confusing beers I've ever had because <laughs> the taste in it, or the smell initially, I mean, was absolutely horrific. Like, probably one of the worst smelling beers I've, I've ever smelled. And yeah. that says a lot. <laughs> that that lager smell is right there at the start like that. And it's super strong yeah. because... Essentially, it's a 6.5% lager, like, so you're getting intensified yeah. smells. How quickly does it disappear, though? Because, like, Pretty quick. I poured it, complained about the smell, and then, like, it was gone. my first mouthful must have been within a minute or a minute and a half, and it's just gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I can live with that. I can live with that because some sours, you know, the smell is there until you actually put the liquid in your mouth, and it stays the whole way through the point, you know? It's just it's just one of those you gotta let it air out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Air it out, you know, put it out the back for, just, for thirty seconds. Just leave it out the back for a while. It's fine. There's great air in that weather, isn't there? Great air. Should have grand air for the drying. I, I don't know if it was a thing that I don't know, maybe like a block nose or something, but I wasn't getting that there was a bit of a smell on it. It wasn't great, but I, the way you were talking like it was you know, you were smelling cow shit or something. Uh, I didn't I didn't get that extremeness that you were talking about um but i do get i get a smell it's not the most pleasant smell but i wouldn't say it's horrendous either i want to delay the the rating system just because as much as i'm enjoying this beer right now i don't know the next time i'm in an off license sorry i'm in a super value wherever looking at their range of craft beers i don't know that i'm picking this up again yeah. Um and I don't know why. I, because I, I think am... I know. Okay, I go think on. I know. So I think it's to do with the range it's putting you through. That if you see okay, I'm gonna throw out a few examples here, uh, for craft for anyone who hasn't had these beers, you know, try them or don't try them based on what I say next. If you go into an off license, right, and you got ten quid in your pocket and you see something like Kinnegar's Thumper or Big Bunny, you're like, oh yeah, class, like that beer. There's one for my for my, for my, my uh, basket. If you see something like Third Circle Trinity Pilsner, you're like, nah, don't like that. Get rid of it. If you see something like this, I, I'm going to say something like Black Donkey Sergeant Jimmy. I'm going to say something like the um, anniversary beer we had. What was the anniversary Galway beer Hooker. we had again? Galway Hooker. Galway Hooker's anniversary yeah. beer. Okay. It's a very complex beer and it sends you through a range of emotions. It screws at your head and you're just like, Jesus, I don't want to go through this again. I think the second time you, tr- you try those, it's a lot simpler. 
because you've had it and you're kind of used to it. Okay. But I do see where you're coming from that you're like it's it's almost a, it's almost emotional effort to drink this beer. So that's okay. what will put you off rather than the physical effort. Well, you were going to say something. Yeah, in a way, I would have said, uh, and one reason, like I said, I've had this and I've had a few of the brewmaster beers, um, and like Natalie's pointed out earlier on that I love their sour, but that is more so that I kind of seen it in work. But I think if I walked into off license, not too often would I go up, and we've already talked, all this talked about walking into an off license and a, a, a can or a beer kind of catching your eye in comparison to some of the other cans that you'd see. They're very, like, it's that big, huge kind of crest in the middle. And then there's, like, the small bit of in the background. So they're not as, I don't know, they don't stand out. That would be kind of one reason why I probably wouldn't pick them up as as often as I would some others say, you know. That's interesting. So so what you're saying is you wouldn't pick it up based on the look of the can as opposed yeah, no, to the taste like, of the beer. I, like, if I went in <clears> and I haven't had... Uh, a brewmaster they come out with a red ale tomorrow i'll pick it up because it's new but for the most part if i'm going in the weekend and i want to pick up beers usually i'll i'll go to the ones that kind of catch my eye that are like stand out a little bit more i don't think the design of the cans are really uh eye-catching say in comparison to a lot a lot of the cans that we've had like say like the likes of imbongo and i just have it beside me it's very loud with colors yeah. and it definitely stands out amongst the crowd, you know. Oh, it's always, it's, it's always loud. Is that loud or loud? <laughs> just, just to give a, a brief overview for anyone who maybe isn't familiar with the can. So um, they're fairly plain cans. They have an oval on the front. They're Dun, Dundalk Bay Breweries written in the middle with like an old style industrial building just above it. And they have their Brewmaster range, which is what we're drinking at the top. And below we'll say the type of beer and it's kind of a steampunky font because I guess they're referencing the steampunkiness of the industrial building in the middle. But I agree with Walshy, these are not things that stand out. So you kind of have to make the decision to try them rather than seeing something you're like, oh my God, I have to have that. So so I ha- so what I'm thinking now about this is we a, a lot of us would drink craft beers with the intention of I like we all know we all have our own kind of very individual tastes and, and likes. I like a dipper that's kind of quite juicy. Um, Walchie's into Big his... juicy in the house! <laughs> Walchie likes his sours, Mark and Nally. Like, and you all like your kind of, you know, flavorful stouts, etc. <laughs> you um, stop short there and just be like, Mark and Ali drink everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this, this to Mark me... Mark and Nally is yeah, a yeah, problem yeah. I need to talk to a healthcare professional. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, King, King, that was Big Juicy's way of just putting that in there. Marika, Nelly, yeah, let's leave it this there. This is... Um, let them off there. I think, I think I've think i clocked it. This to me is like... Um, so I feel like... And maybe it's maybe it's the my box style, uh, but it's like the whiskey of beer. Like it's, there's a bit of... There's a bit of anger in it. There's a little bit of like... There's a little bit of work to enjoy in it. Do you know what I mean? Like... A few of us would like a whiskey now and again, but it, like, let's call a spade a spade. It's not exactly an enjoyable like experience. You kind of have to work on it. I think this is the same. There's a bit of effort in it. I think a lot of whiskey drinkers are going to take exception to what you just said there. No, I do, I do, I do like whiskey, but there's a little bit of work to it, I, I find. And I think this is the same. 
I'll let I'll give you enough <laughs> rope to hang yourself there with, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's okay. a new thing. Fair enough. Uh, what what I would say is, I'm ready to rate this beer, and I'd like to go first if that's okay. Absolutely, Ooh. work away. Ooh. So, I enjoy this beer, but it's a Maybach. As Nally says, this is an Oktoberfest-style festival lager, basically, that tastes like a red ale, has the aftertaste of a wheatiness. The lager mid-taste, yeah, that's definitely there, whatever. But I do enjoy it. However, I agree with Nally, uh, his points about the style of the beer, and I also agree with Kinger that this is not something you're going to want to pick up that often. Um... I'm giving this a just beer. I think there's too much that it doesn't say in it, it. Like it doesn't do what it says in the tin. First of all, now it does it in a good way, so that's a positive. But at the same time, it's different to what you expect. It's caused me untold angst in the last ten to fifteen minutes, <laughs> which I did not enjoy. And as Kinger said, it's not something you're going to race to pick off a shelf. And then to Walshie's point as well. Now, whatever about Dundalk Bay Brewery, I do like a can that is consistent and I've had some very good Brewmaster brews and when I see the Brewmaster logo I do have a look because I I, I, sta- I associate it with good beer but like the Maybach one you know it, it, it's never going to jump off the shelf and land its way into people's hearts so for all those reasons positive and negative I think it comes out with a just beer for me yeah so um, I'll go next and uh, just first off I need to correct myself I did say it was Oktoberfest but it's for spring festivals it is a fest beer. It's brewed for yeah. spring festivals. It's the lagering process takes longer. Whatever, you know. Shut up. Don't at me, bro. I, I caught myself. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mark. Same for me. Just beer. Um, it's grand. It's it's a nice beer. It's pretty complex, which is good. You know. You know. It's one of the things I like in a craft beer. I like to try things that are you know, make me think about it and be like, do I like this? Do I not? You know, sometimes it's something that's really, it's very similar to, like you said, with the Galway Hooker anniversary beer. It's, it's something that's really quite complex. You know, I, I like it. I'm not going to be going out of my way to get another one. It's sound. If someone gave me one, I'm definitely not going to argue, but I'd probably need 20 minutes to finish it as opposed to the regular 10. Um, (laughs) just to figure (laughs) out what's going on. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm i going to have to give it a just beer for me. I'll just say, I think this beer benefits from this podcast because if you drank this on your own, and Nali, you've also you've given your rating already, so you can kind of jump in with me on this. If you drank this on your own, you'd probably not give it as much of benefit of the doubt because there's not the discussion going back and forth that opens your eyes to certain points. Yeah, 100%, man. I think it's... Uh, I think it's... You know, it's it's one of the reasons that this podcast works is we all have such uh, different palates. Um, apart from Kinger thinking that you and I would apparently drink it from a wet welly, but um, well, I would. Yeah, we have that, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's not wrong, but, you know, but he shouldn't say it on, on, on air. Doesn't mean he, he should say, say it. it like, oh, God damn it, big juicy. We have some decorum, please. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it is something that kind of helps. I think you know we bounce these kind of ideas of what we're, you know, each of us kind of taste something different, and then you hear that and you're like oh shit yeah that's where I remember from or it sparked something and you're like okay now I'm kind of getting it but like if I was drinking that on my own you know I might take a couple of sips and be like that's all right I might get maybe you know maybe a booze or something like this has gotten a pretty decent just beers for me you know and I I think it's the discussion that we've had kind of helped it get there 
Yeah, uh, I'm just going to pass it over to Walshy now. Uh, Walshy, please light this beer. No, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. The only part I'm undecided on is, um, am I going to rate it too high based on the fact that I'm after having it after a cider? Or am I going to rate it on what I think? Because I don't know where my head is lying. Because anything is going to taste unbelievable after cider for me. Uh, and like I said, Adrian, <laughs> I, 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 I did look... So harsh. <laughs> no, it's like, be honest. Be, be true to yourself. I will Walsh. be. Whatever I will you be. think, just go with that. Uh, and like I said earlier on, I did look at my ratings that I had from earlier on and I did agree with it. And I've done it twice. So I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to give it a low brutal. Oh. Because looking up, I had, it, I had it kind of upper, kind of upper end of just bare and lower end of kind of brutal, but I do enjoy it. As we know, uh, and as we know on the Crafty Crew podcast, what do we do, Paul? Round up. That's, That's it. it. You round up. So, <laughs> so yeah. So so for me, it's 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 a brutal. Uh, I enjoy it. I think it's I think it's nice. I have another one in the fridge. Shout out to my man Vino. <laughs> Why? I will be partaking in that again soon. <laughs> if if Vino is listening to this, he, he's not God. listening to this. He doesn't know we have a podcast. Should we? Should we be worried should... about? Should we be worried about Walsh's position in the beer warehouse? No, 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 no. I'll no, yeah. no. I'll have no, to no. cut you off there because I I made the same um I made the same comment a couple of weeks ago and I was very swiftly told to shut the fuck up because we couldn't uh we couldn't dare question. The, the rating system of the Craft Group podcast. Ah, you passed the test, Kinger. Very good. It was all <laughs> well done. Well done. Well, gee, I, I think I'm going to agree with you. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. This, honestly, God, when I opened it first, when I opened it first, oh, this was heading straight. It was heading straight for a booze, like, without even tasting it, just on smell alone. It was horrendous um and then i went through the initial confusion of like is this good is it bad but like actually the fact that the the taste lingers a good bit after like there's a good long aftertaste and the fact that it's that i enjoy it it has that kind of nearly like a burnt caramelly kind of like we said red ale type taste i think it's i think it's beautiful um i i with the caveat that I don't know that I would pick it up again, it's it's a really weird one. <laughs> I think Mark's point earlier was good as well that the podcast benefits it. That if I had it by myself, I probably wouldn't be as critical about it. I just taste and go, mm, not for me. Whereas thinking about it, I, I actually do quite like it. So I'd say beautiful. And we say it pretty much every week. And like you said at the beginning, Kinger, you were pretty much a, nearly a booze from the get-go. Finishing your drink or getting like 90% of the way through it before you actually make that final judgment is is fairly crucial to make a fair assessment on any beer. We've done, it, we've done it a number of times. We even had it uh, last <clears> week <throat> where it was like we thought the, 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 the flavour and the taste changed like halfway through it and it changed the opinion of a few of us. And as well, you recognise different notes. So the longer you take to kind of assess something, the more you kind of realise about it. And having a discussion 
Like, it's so good. So, like, I would say people drinking craft beer. You know, I'm in some Facebook groups and stuff, and you'd see lads put up a, a beer that's like, oh, this is unbelievable. And you can see that they've only drank, like, two mouthfuls out of the can or out yeah. of the bottle. You can't judge it like that. Yeah, come on, man. You've got, you got another 500 mils to drink there, you know? You don't know what that's going to be like in, in 20 minutes, you know, sitting outside. So I think, you know, get together. Have a chat about things. I agree with you, Mark, apart from one thing you said. I mean, it's a craft beer. You probably don't have 500 mils left. It's probably a 440 can. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'll take that criticism on board, Nally, and I'll crack my life. I'll readjust and, myself. I mean, if... If breweries could take that criticism on board and maybe give us that extra 60 mils, bruh, what's the harm? So, uh, just to just to make it official then, it's a brutal rating, is it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's not it, it's, it's not official till you do your best loud accent. And I want to hear this, right? <laughs> Any fans of the podcast from Drogheda or Dundalk, if Kinger leans one side too far, you criticise him. So, here's where I'm more... I think it's the accent I'm most nervous about because... I know we have listeners in Loud, specifically oh. more Dundalk. Um, oh. So I will be judged on this, um, and I'm expecting full backlash as well. So, come here and I tell you, the crafty crew are after giving Brewmasters Maybach a beautiful rating on the Crafty Crew podcast. Yeah, I live with that, man. Yeah, I think that's good. loud enough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought it was pretty quiet. Huh? <laughs> everyone, everyone went immediately for that joke. Yeah. <laughs> so all that does is uh, leave me to tell you that we're heading to Monaghan and Armagh next week. Well, we're drinking beers from there, but we're actually going to be getting ready to head to the Midlands Beer Festival um, in Don's in Moat. So are you excited about that, lads? Yeah, baby. Absolutely buzzing. If anyone would like to meet the Crafty Crew podcast, we will be there. We will be the two guys with long hair, uh, Kinger and Baldy McWalsh, sitting somewhere in a foursome, you know, talking about beers like we know what we're doing when we really don't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, just just a quick correction there. I find that highly offensive, not to you or myself, Mark, who both have long hair, and not to Walchie, who, uh, you know, love you, Walchie, but no. Um, however, why have you not called him Big Juicy? Come on. Uh, also, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Big, Big, Juicy, Big Juicy has said he will call, he will get a pint to the first person to come over and call him Big Juicy. Yeah, he'll be the man. He will that's be the man deal. holding the three-liter innocent juice bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Kinger that's is only deal. going for nitro grounds kombucha. That's it. We'll also will also be very noticeable as I will have us all dressed up in matching Eamon Dunphy costumes. Hey, yes. apart, from, apart from Paul Walsh, I love the fact that he can't even retaliate. It's brilliant. <laughs> So that's the end of the episode. So until next week, uh, it's a goodbye from Mark, goodbye from Nally, a goodbye from Walchi, and from myself, Big Juicy Kinger. Big See you Juicy! Next week. <laughs>